Hello, and welcome to the Engineering Career Coach Podcast. In this episode, I will be talking to you about why it is so important to push yourself outside of your comfort zone in your career. And I'm going to do that by sharing a recent experience that I had and how that experience really helped me build my confidence. Then I'm going to walk you through a five-step framework that you can use to push yourself outside of your comfort zone and do those things that you're afraid to do in your career, but you know will move you forward. Now, for those of you that don't know me, my name is Anthony Fasano. I was the original host of this podcast. I'm a licensed professional engineer who practiced as an engineer, but eventually decided I wanted to focus more on inspiring engineers rather than doing the engineering myself. So I wrote a book entitled Engineer Your Own Success and have traveled around the world helping engineers become better managers and leaders. I'm going to be doing some solo episodes like this from time to time on topics that I think can help you grow as an engineering professional. Now, before we get started here, I just want to mention that this is a free podcast and our sponsors help us keep it free. And now I'd like to recognize our sponsor for this episode, WSU. Washington State University's Engineering and Technology Management Master's Degree Program is a perfect balance of technical and managerial education that helps prepare practicing engineers for managing projects, people, and organizational systems. As one former student noted, the knowledge that I gained from the ETM program helped me become a more competent, confident engineer and manager. The program greatly impacted my career and has been a key element in my continued success. Learn more about the engineering management profession at etm.wsu.edu or etm at wsu.edu. Take charge of your career and reach out today. Let's jump right into the episode. So the topic for this episode is one that I believe is really important in one's career development process. In fact, it may be the most important thing you can do, but many people don't do it, which is to move beyond your comfort zone. We get comfortable with what we're doing every day. We're comfortable with the job that we have. We're comfortable with our routines. We're comfortable doing the same thing every day. And there are some benefits to having good routines, but doing the same thing over and over sometimes can hold us back because it prevents us from growing, essentially, right? And doing what we need to do to grow. I'm going to quickly give you the story that kind of inspired this episode, and then I'm going to walk you through five steps that you can take to try to push yourself beyond your comfort zone. Because I promise you, if you do that and you follow these five steps, you will build confidence in yourself, which is the most important thing in your career, and you will grow because you're going to push yourself beyond your limits. And most of the times, our limits are self-imposed. So if you have a limit, you put it on yourself. And following these five steps that I'm going to go through here in a minute will help you to overcome that limit. That's those self-imposed limits. Let me just tell you the story about why I wanted to do an episode on this and why I think this is so important. A personal story. This has always been something that's been important. I've talked about it in other episodes. But last year, took a family trip to Florida, took the kids to the water park one day. And you know, we're sitting there, a couple of beach chairs, and we're looking at the different rides in the distance. And I see this slide, water slide, and it's just towering above the rest of them. I don't know that much about it. I just see that it's really, really high. And I'm thinking, man, I want to try that. So I'm telling my kids about it while we're eating lunch. Nobody wants to go with me. Everyone's afraid of it because of the height of it. And I said, you know what? I'm going to go. I'm going to do it. I'm here. I'm going to give it a shot. So I get there. I went on this line for like probably 45 minutes and I get up to the top. And what I see is it's not a water slide where you just sit in the water slide and go down. It's a water slide where you get into a plastic tube and they close the door and you're standing there. And on the count of three, the floor drops out from under you. 
there's two tubes and there is one option to go into a slide, but it's also kind of like a straight down drop essentially. Once I get up close enough and I see this, now I'm very nervous and I'm watching every person that goes in. I have to say half the people that went in, they didn't do it. They ended up coming out. What they do is they put you in the tube and they ask you for the okay. You have to give them like a thumbs up. Once they give you the thumbs up, they start the countdown, three, two, one, and then the floor just drops out from under you. And it's hard to do it justice. You're talking about it on the podcast. It's terrifying when you're actually you know, standing there, when you watch multiple people that bail out on it. There was a woman who was in front of me, a couple of people in front of me, and she got in and they said, are you good to go? And she said, no. And she came out and then she said, no, you know what? I'm going to go. And she got back in. They said, are you good to go? And she gave the thumbs up. And then all of a sudden she had a second thought and she said, no, no, no. And she kind of like grabbed the glass, which you can't, I mean, for safety purposes. And the floor came out and she went down and she ended up being fine. And so I'm standing there the whole time. And I had some thoughts about maybe backing out of it, but I was like, you know what, I'm going to go for it. So, you know, I get in the tube, I give them the thumbs up and all of a sudden you hear a heartbeat. They pump in the music or the, the sound of like a heartbeat and you're sitting there and there's a countdown three, two, one, and then this floor drops out from under you. And it's a scary feeling, but you get through it. And then when you finish that slide, you feel very confident. I mean, you feel confident, you feel excited, you feel happy that you did it, that you overcame that kind of challenge, that mental hurdle. And so it just reminded me that the same goes in your career. There are things that many of us don't like to do. For example, someone, a lot of people don't like to do public speaking. A lot of people think that they can't speak effectively, and that's why. They, they might stutter or trip over their words. Some people don't think that they can lead people. They're not going to be good managers. They need to stay in the technical field. And that may be just because, again, self-imposed limitations that they put on themselves. And so whatever your limitations are, whatever makes you uncomfortable, my hope is that this episode will force you to try it. All right. So what I'm going to do here for the rest of this episode, I'm going to walk through five steps to give you a framework that you can take to do some of these things that might be outside of your comfort zone, or maybe start with doing one of these things that are outside of your comfort zone. So the first step in this process is to become aware of what's outside of your comfort zone and kind of what you're aiming to overcome. Like I said, for many people, this may be public speaking. Maybe that's a place that you can start. It just depends on you. I know many people have told me that they wanted to learn a second language, but they don't feel that they can do it. So maybe that means they really need to do it. Maybe they need to jump into it. And we'll talk about that as we go through the next steps. But step one is very easy. Just take a piece of paper or open up a document on your computer and just start typing and making a list of all of the things that you are uncomfortable doing in your career. Once you've got that list, that's step one. Take it one step at a time. I don't want you to go crazier. Maybe you've got three things, five things, whatever it is. And you might want to rank them as well and kind of prioritize them, in which you'll attack first. You're not going to be able to do more than one of these at once, most likely. So Definitely start with the list. All right, step one. Now, step two, you have to get comfortable with discomfort. Now, this one's a little tricky because it's not something that you're going to be able to do all at once. Part of this is going to be an ongoing process. As you go through these five steps, you're going to get more comfortable because the only real way to get comfortable with this is to do it. So, to build any kind of comfort with something that you're not comfortable doing, you have to do that thing. In this step, you're not at the stage yet where you are doing it. In this step, I want you to start to just visualize and think about how you would feel if you can overcome this and do some of these things. That's what I want you to do here in the second step. Nothing more, nothing less. You've got your list of things that you want to try. Visualize what it would mean to you in your career, what it would mean to you in your life if you did these things. 
And that will hopefully help you to start to visualize and see that you can do this. Even though it's uncomfortable, you'll be able to do it. So it's just kind of like a visualization exercise or just almost in a sense, you could think of it as a goal setting exercise if visualization doesn't sound easy to you. I just want to take a quick break here and once again, recognize our sponsor for this episode, WSU. The Engineering and Technology Management Program at Washington State University is a systematic approach to professional development for practicing engineers to shift from fully technical positions into leading technical employees and systems. A fully online master's degree program, students take classes at night and often implement class lessons in their position at work before the next class. Learn more about a master's degree in engineering and technology management by visiting etm.wsu.edu or emailing them at etm at wsu.edu. Again, you could visit their website at etm.wsu.edu or email them at etm at wsu.edu. Take charge of your career and reach out today. Step three is where our engineering skills can come into play. I want you to devise a plan. I want you to put together a plan with dates of how you're going to try one of these things on your list. So if it's public speaking, then I want you to maybe say on your plan, within 90 days, I'm going to present a lunch and learn within my company on this topic. And that's your first milestone. Then you can fill in ahead of that the steps you'll need to take to get to that presentation point. You'll need to pick a topic, You're going to need to lay out the presentation. You're going to need to practice. You're going to put in a couple of days for practice. Devise a plan. Oftentimes when we don't do something, it's because we don't have a good plan and execution strategy for doing it. We just say we want to do it, but that's not enough. So I need you to get granular in this step. And I need you to lay out an outline with a milestone and a date. The dates are key in this one. Step four is to start doing what is uncomfortable. And what I recommend that you do is you take baby steps here. If you say, hey, I want to become really good at public speaking, maybe one of the steps you take is you join Toastmasters. If you haven't heard of Toastmasters International, it's a wonderful nonprofit organization internationally. Chapters all over the world. There's probably one within 15 to 20 minutes from your home or from your work. And you pay an annual membership fee, which is inexpensive. And you get a book. At least this is how it was when I went through it. You get a book of 10 types of speeches. And then over time, you give those speeches in front of this group and you get very supportive feedback from them. And the whole idea behind Toastmasters, a lot of what I'm talking about today is the idea of desensitization. They believe in desensitization. So the more you do something, the less sensitive you are to it. So if you don't like public speaking and you go out and speak 30 times, you're going to be better at it. You're going to be more comfortable with it. You're going to be more confident. That being said, take baby steps. Join the Toastmasters, go there, try some of the talks there and build yourself up before you go in front and do a talk for work or something along those lines. I'm not asking you to sign up to speak in front of 500 people next week by doing this, but I do want you to get on the path. All right. And the fifth and final step is the most important step in this process, which is you need to find an accountability partner. You need to find someone that you can commit to on this goal that will hold you accountable. And this is the most important thing, I think, in anything you try to do in your career development, professional development, personal development. When we want to do something, but we don't tell anyone about it. We don't find someone to hold us accountable. We're lying on ourselves. And listen, as much as I believe personally that I can drive myself and I can motivate myself, I have a lot of stuff going on. You have a lot of stuff going on. So things get lost in the mix. If you truly want to go beyond your comfort zone with a skill or a trait or something that you want to work on, you need to go through this process, but you need to find that accountability partner, whether it's a coach that you hire, whether it's a mentor at your company that you can talk to about this. 
that's something that will make or break this for you. And I can guarantee you that. So one example of this might be if you want to take an exam, for example, like uh, the professional engineering exam, when I was going for this, I committed to my boss and I said, hey, I'm taking the PE exam on this date. I'll be studying and preparing for it. And I kind of put an email together. That created an accountability factor for me. And he was almost, in a sense, my accountability partner. He would check in on me. How's it going? And he knew. So the fact that I knew that he knew that I was going to take it on that date and I was going to have to report the results from him was a lot of accountability for me. So how can you build accountability into this process for yourself? This is something we do at EMI a lot with our different business units, right? Everyone has KPIs or key performance indicators that they're measured against. So we know if their unit's making progress or not, because if it's not, we need to make some adjustments. So that's the five-step process. Let me recap it for you one more time. Firstly, you want to just make a list of all the things that are outside of your comfort zone that you'd like to attack, that you'd like to try, and you don't have to try them all at once, but get them on a piece of paper. Secondly, you want to start to visualize yourself taking these actions because that will help you to be comfortable with yourself doing these things, which right now you're not comfortable with. Thirdly, you want to devise that plan and you want to put some dates into that plan, which is really important. Fourth, you want to start on the path, start doing these things that you're uncomfortable with, take action, right? That's really step four, take action, but do it in small baby steps. By taking baby steps, you'll build up some momentum and you will get yourself going. And then last but not least, in fact, probably the most important step of the five-step process is to find an accountability partner, whether it's a mentor, whether it's a coach, someone that knows what you're committed to and will hold you to it because that's the person that will push you beyond your comfort zone. You need to find that person. So I challenge you to find the biggest career fear you have and take it on. Believe me, it will feel scary in the moment, but the return on your actions will be worth it many times over. So I hope you enjoyed the episode today. I truly believe that the five-step framework can be a game changer for you in your career, and I challenge you to start using it today. In fact, take out a piece of paper right now or take out your notebook and write down the top couple things that you feel are holding you back in your career. Now, before we wrap up here, I would like to recognize another one of our sponsors for this episode, ASME. The American Society of Mechanical Engineers promotes the art, science, and practice of multidisciplinary engineering and allied sciences around the globe. Becoming a member and joining the ASME community is the most important connection a current or future mechanical engineer can make. ASME members can engage with various ASME local sections, student sections, which represent ASME at university and college campuses globally. Professional sections are ASME local chapters. They're all over the place. Each ASME member is assigned to a local section based on their geographic location. To find out more about ASME and what its membership can do for you, check it out at www.asme.org. Again, I hope you enjoyed the episode today. We'd like to hear your feedback, comments, or questions. Please go to engineeringmanagementinstitute.org. There you'll find a summary of the key points discussed in today's episode, as well as links to any of the resources, websites, or books mentioned during this episode. Don't forget to check out our upcoming training programs. We do project management, we do people leadership, and we do seller doer or business development training for engineers and their companies. You can check that out at engineeringmanagementinstitute.org. Until next time, I wish you the best in all of your engineering career endeavors. The strategies that you heard in this episode will be of no use to you unless you take action and start to implement them in your career immediately. 
To help you do that, we have designed a system that you can use at engineeringmanagementinstitute.org. It combines live monthly webinars with PDHs, plus a private forum giving you access to coaches and premium content focused on helping you build your management and leadership skills. Join us for our next live webinar at engineeringmanagementinstitute.org and we'll help you engineer your own success.